trip. A cocaine Because I love me boy too much, baby. Hello, 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 hello to the denizen of downloaders tuning in. I would like to thank you for supporting this first pirate ship instalment of the Dukey Radio Show. Regular listeners will be aware that we have been off the air for the last six weeks, but we're back. And from now until the end of time as we know it, the Dukey Radio Show podcast will be available to download every Monday. Welcome to Scintillating Situations in Your City, featuring our special guest, Sylvia Silversmith. Hello, Sylvia. Hello, Dookie. Hello, Dookie listeners. And in the studio with us to chime in and to give their input on the goings-on, both in the UK and around the world, are Marsha. Hello, Marsha. Hey, Dookie. What up? And Irene. Hello, Dookie. Oh, so good to see you again. It's been forever in a... Do you know how many games of bingo I've played since the last time I saw you? Hundreds. Hundreds and thousands. We've not been on the air in about a month or so, so you play hundreds of bingo games every month. Hundreds and thousands. Hundreds and thousands. That's very, very impressive. Have yeah, you isn't been that what you people call them sprinkle things over here? Sprinkle things? Yeah, you know the things that you sprinkle on cupcakes and whatever? Don't you people call them hundreds and thousands? Yes, this is true. Irene, are you a fan of the sprinkled goodness, the hundreds and thousands that you put onto confectionery products? I love it. I love it. I don't know what this confectionery fiction thingies but sweets. I, I d- yeah yeah I love me sweets I do love a sprinkle sometimes I sit down of an evening me and me Roy you know me Roy always makes us a nice cup of tea you know unless we're on the Stella ain't in a lovely cup of tea and he'll bring me like a bowl full of them thingies them sprinkle sprinkle thingies and what you do is you dip your finger in the tea you know you gotta make sure that it ain't Oh, tea won't no more. You don't want to burn yourself, right? And you dip your, and then when you dip it in the bowl of the sprinkly sprinklies, and then you just lick it off your finger, and I can get through both fools of things. And you know what's lovely, there, Dickie? The next day, right when you're doing your business, it's all pink and white and green and blue. It's lovely, really beautiful. It is. So the inputs lead to beautiful outputs. Oh, it's beautiful. It's like a rainbow of colour. 
Colors coming at me backside. That's a lot of information that Yeah, I'm... she's left you speechless there, hasn't she, Dickie? It's a lot of information that I'm genuinely pleased that she did share with us. I have to say, something feels a little different. You know what, Dookie? You want me to tell you what's different? What is different? We can say f- Oh, dear. <laughs> is this really what it has come to? Yeah, yeah, uh... Uh... Yeah, I guess we kind of got you in trouble there. Uh... Yeah. Oh, Dookie, um, you know, we're just so sorry. We got you in trouble, and it just, we just feel awful. But I do have to say that I think it's fabulous to strike out on your own. You're like the pioneers of the of, of the West, you know, moving out West to find gold. The pioneers who made America what it is today. I think it's wonderful. Bearing in mind that we're in the UK, so it's made the UK what it is today, that great pirate ship spirit. Well, you needed the pioneers, you know. Okay, so who did you have coming over here that would be like an equivalent like the Romans? The Huguenots. The Huguenots came uh, over? Of which Irene is Yeah, you don't want to know about them huge nosies. So, yes, I didn't mean to strike a nerve, but, you know, you had the Romans come over here and they built their walls and their roads. You had Boudicca, who was like a female what was she she's kind of like a viking i guess like the this big strong woman who was striking out to make her tribe you know really powerful you know you're like them dookie we've also had lloyd grossman as well yeah that wasn't so much what i had in mind i had like in mind like the vikings but without the raping and the pillaging which is pretty much just like Lloyd Grossman. Like Lloyd Grossman. This radio show is cogitatingly stupendous. There's been a six-week gap between shows. You guys have been cohabitating. How is it going, Marsha and yourself? Happily, Dookie. We're just in sync and... What, menstrually? Oh, I don't know. Are we in sync menstrually, Martha? Yeah, I don't know. I'm on day, uh... Yeah, let's see. Day 27. Oh, Sylvia, okay. So let me you? see. I don't really know. I don't think I'm up to 27. So no, I would... No, I'm a little... No. So I don't think we're synced up like that yet, but we might be getting there. Are you nearing it as a... We might be nearing it. Is there a, a red light at the end of this particular tunnel welcoming you well, that's, to... Well, that's a little disgusting, but... um. I said a red light. I wasn't referring to blood. It's so... Just... But, you know, I think when it gets to the point where two women are flatmates and they're sharing each other's sanitary products, that you know that they're getting along pretty good. Are you? Yeah, we have, like, communal sanitary. You know, I think that's cool. You know, I don't know if men have an equivalent of that, but, you know, that's what, you know, you you think, you know, it's communal, you... You don't want to get in a tight spot. Oi, Dave, do you want to borrow my wank flannel? That's, that's, wow, that's really disgusting. Boy, you're pushing those boundaries now, Dookie, aren't you? You are pushing them boundaries. Does that really disgust you? I think it's a bit disgusting. I think it's a bit gross. Well, we we do borrow them Why don't you just have a box of Kleenex, like, I don't know, they just do that in the movies. No, is that a movies are, thing, no, or do you actually do that? No, there are many, many... Uh, there's many, many a teenage room in which that is a reality. What, Kleenex? Yes. Oh, okay. So you don't... Uh, Dookie, I really like you. I don't need to know that stuff. 
Oh dear, oh, I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. Are you a bit offended, Irene? Well, no, I ain't offended, Dookie, but you know. And I would do you nice and good, I would, if I was 50 years younger. I would do 50 you, years younger. Oh, I would do you so nice and good, you know. Well, if I wasn't married to me, Roy. But maybe even if I wasn't married to me, Roy. But, you know, there's some things that need to be kept in private, private, innit? It's like voting, <laughs> isn't it? It's Quite like voting. Possibly. You don't tell people you vote for, do you? Now, we've had an election here in the... UK and I voted and all UK and EEA and Commonwealth Nationals were able to exercise the greatest of freedoms that uh, we in the Western world share and Irene who did you vote for in the local elections? Yeah, I don't know if we want to know. She voted for Dookie. I'm I don't quite know. scared to find out. I Why have to be honest. Why would you be scared? Why? I voted for the best party. Now, they're a little bit out there, some people say. When some people here who I voted for... They do look at me like I'm a bit, you know. They look at me a bit strangey, strangey. Oh, they look at you as though you're a bit something. And I don't know why, because there's nothing wrong with them. They're a perfectly nice party. And the lovely man who's the head of the party, he's a lovely man. You could just sit with him and have a nice drink with him. What kind of drink? Like a lovely lager. Right. Or you could have a cup of tea with him. And he, uh, he likes a cigarette. And sometimes I'll have me fags with me. And I'll have a nice fag with him because I've met him. He's a lovely, lovely man. In fact, I've campaigned for them. Went man knocking on my doors and everything. So you've gone canvassing on behalf I've of this particular party. Them, yes. And you've been hanging out with the leader of this party. That's right. Now, he's a lovely man and he's really lots of people know who he is. And lots of people think he's a lovely, lovely man. And some people, can you believe it? Some people, they would actually slam the door in my face when I mentioned the party. Look at me like I was made, didn't they? There are some parties who have been rising in their amount of influence here yes. in the UK. Oh, they were definitely rising. And as a result, have created fear and concern yes. among the general That's because public. some people say we're loony baloony. Right. They can say we swivel old loonies, which I think is outrageous. That's like racism, that is. I mean, just because you have the big swivelly eyes doesn't mean you should be discriminating against, is it? May I ask, which party? Oh, Dookie, come on, you're a clever man, you know who it is. Don't be so silly. I don't. I'm slightly worried because... Oh, Dookie, you need Sylvie, you need to speak with him, I thought he was clever. Who did you think I was talking about? 
Sorry, come again. What are you in a cry say? The bus pass Elvis. The party. bus pass Elvis party. It's the, oh, it's an offshoot of the Church of the Militant Elvis Party. They got crazy, crazy. You talk about swivel eyed loons. Are you a fan of the King of Rock and oh, Roll? Oh, he's the most, like I was just saying, the, the head of this party, he is Elvis, and he's a lovely, lovely man. You can have a drink with him. You can have one of your fags with him, and he's a lovely man. Are you I saying I don't know that- why everyone looks at me like I'm a little... Look, look at the way these two is looking at me, looking at me like I've lost my mind. Elvis like is still the dimension alive. Mentioned in. Elvis is still alive and oh. active in a political he's, capacity he here is. in Blighty. It's a wonderful party. I can't believe. Did you not vote for the bus pass Elvis party, Dinky? Do not see them oh, on my local out, ballot. That's outrageous. Do they, outrageous. Do we know whether or not they actually even appeared on your ballot, Irene? Okay, I'm not even going to carry on if you're going to stop it being so silly. It's being so silly. People look at me like I'm losing my marbles. Was there a box with their name on it there? Of course uh, there was. Well, I don't know. I may have written them in. I don't know. Did you I don't actually know how vote, this voting, voting thing works. I went down to the school where you vote and I wrote on the bit of paper. Isn't that what you do? You tick a box. Then I drew a little box right next to it and ticked it like you do. What's the matter with you? The name of this particular political party, the Elvis Bus Pass Party. Bus Pass Elvis Pass. Oh, sorry. Yeah, can I ask a pertinent question? I don't want to butt in. But, uh... I have a feeling I know what Marcia's going to ask because I'm a bit curious myself. Yeah, uh, what do they stand for? Yeah, that was my exact question. What are their policies? Well, a hunk of burning love as well as bus well, passes. Well, you two are ridiculous, aren't you saying? What do you do? You watch the news. It's all over the news. They've got some lovely policies. Lovely ones. Such as? Well, you know, bus passes. Right. And, you know, everyone can take their bus pass and use it to go see Elvis. So... Not they! This person is heading up a party so that, in effect, he can get pensioners to go and see him perform. Exactly. Now you got it. Look at these two. They're looking at me like I'm daft or something. I don't know. I don't vote here. And, uh, Sylvia, I don't think you vote. We both vote in the States. And, you know, because it kind of matters. And... I'm not going to let you get away with that. Uh, Yeah, I'm, what do you, what do you, Brits call it, winding yet? Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, but, you know, I know the major parties and I know what we were all thinking Irene that you were heading towards and personally I'm just glad it's not that aren't we people aren't we yeah, personally I am very very glad because my initial suspicions the way that you were describing it I thought Irene that you were going to tell us that you were voting for a very nasty nasty party 
there, that nobody likes. There isn't just one nasty party. There well, are a fair number. If you're a, if you're a nice person, you don't like this one particular party. Ooh, I can think of a couple who well, genuinely Well, there's another one. Horrible. I know there is another one, but this... Come on. We all know what we're saying about this one very particular party who are swivel-eyed loons. Right. So the other parties, yes, okay. So, yeah, you could say one of them is not great, but this one particular party who we all thought Irene was going to say, they're not nice. They are unpleasant. They're not nice people, Dookie. So, personally, Irene, knock yourself out. Buff Pass Elvis party, fantastic. I think that's marvellous. When is he performing next and... Can we oh, all go together? Oh, is it me bingo all on Saturday nights? And what? He's celebrating this campaign because it went really, really well. So he managed to get a seat then? He is in well, power? What's he need a seat for? Where's he going to sit? I'm glad that his campaign went really, really well. What kind of uh, vintage of Elvis is he... Promoting. Well, you know. Well, do, you, do you feel that he actually genuinely is Elvis Aaron Presley? Well, don't be ridiculous. Of course he's Elvis Aaron Presley. Now. I don't know if I like these questions. Do you two like these questions? I don't really care. You know, like, so I agree with Sylvia as long as you didn't, you know, vote for the one party. You know, it's all good. I've heard about dead people voting. I've not heard about dead people actually running for positions of authority. Dookie, I'm dead. I'm just old. No, I wasn't referring to you. I was referring to the king, Elvis. Dookie. Yes. Should I get you out of this conversational (laughs) cul-de-sac? Please, I feel like I'm on uh, Neighbours at the moment. And Irene, I'm so sorry to interrupt there, but I know that you're feeling under a bit of pressure to talking about your voting. Yeah, 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 because you're not even supposed to talk about your voting anyway. And I'm just glad you did really well to know what you're talking about with the seats. And I the really I mean, I'm wish sure you could he's define got a lovely, really well. I'm sure he's got a lovely chair in his lounge. It's where he's got to say any. Excellent. Dookie. Sylvia. Irene mentioned Saturday night. Yes. Which brings me on to things to do. Now, are we ready for things to do? Absolutely. Because for this new incarnation of the show, I feel like... Now, I've only got one, but it's a doozy. It isn't about quantity. It is about quality. You mentioned the word doozy. I'd like to hear more. Dookie, we're going to Spain. We're going to Spain. Hola. We are going to Spain for something called El Colacho. El Colacho. And do you know what that is? I don't. My Spanish is quite limited. It's one of those languages which I wish I could uh, speak well, but uh, I simply can't. I can order a beer with uh, reasonable ease. Well, do cervezas, por favor. You know, even I can handle that, and my talent for languages is nil. (laughs) 
And I actually had to take a year and a half of Spanish at university. And especially since, you know, lots of people in the States actually speak Spanish. So you would think that it would be quite easy to pick up a dookie. It just didn't sink in to my, between my ears. It didn't. By a lot of people who live in the States, are you referring to Mexicans? Well, Mexicans, you know, yeah, usually Puerto Ricans. True. True. So, so, oh, you scared me there for a minute. I thought you were going to say Puerto Ricans speak something else. Because we all know, and if you're a new listener, you all know, it, or you don't know if you're a new listener, but if you're an old listener, you know that my grasp of geology, geology, geography, geography, geography is subpar. What Sylvia Silversmith does not have in geographical knowledge, she more than makes up for in her ability to present us with scintillating situations Thank in you, Dookie. our See, respective cities. It's the Sunday following Corpus Christi, which is, I guess, the 7th of June. In Burgos, Spain, this is a baby jumping festival. A baby jumping festival? Yes. So, this sounds a little bizarre. I have to say, I'm slightly concerned well, about this. it does sound strange. Grown men dress up in red and yellow costumes and ah. jump over babies. Right. For a while, I thought that people were getting their infants to jump or to throw them. No, they're jumping over babies, and apparently this has been happening since the year 1620. Right. And the jumpers... They're, they not only wear yellow, red and yellow, but they also are wearing devil costumes with whips and truncheons. Is there significance going yes. well beyond the obvious here? See, Irene's right. You are clever. They are personifications of diabolical evil, like the political party that we saw Irene had voted for. Sorry, Irene. Personification of diabolical evil. So, when they leap, the thinking is that evil follows them and therefore the baby's souls are cleansed. That I understand fully. So, How does a grown man, and for some strange reason I imagine the participants to be portly, how does the jumping... Over oh, God, these don't put that image in my head, Dookie. Fat men jump, uh, jumping over babies. I don't know. How does this jumping, um, costume, costumed up men well, jumping over baby Spaniards? Do you want me to tell you? Cleanse do you want world? me to tell you how I envisage it? Remember, if you're of a vintage, you, or even if you're not, because reruns are a thing of beauty. You will remember the Happy Days episode where Fonzie took his motorcycle, rode his motorcycle over a pool full of sharks, which is where the phrase jumping the shark came from. Ooh, I may have to correct you there. Yes, please do. I believe that Happy Days episode was filmed in Hawaii. Yes, no, yeah, no, that's, yeah. And I believe that he did the jump not in a pool, but in... The open waters of the Pacific. And although the Fonz was wearing his biker jacket, the leather jacket, he actually performed the amazing feat on water skis rather than the bike. 
Oh, did Dookie, it's been a while since I've watched Happy Days. So, yes, so, but what I'm saying is, is that when I envisage this baby jumping thing, that's what comes to mind. It's Fonzie on a motorcycle leaping over sharks. That's what, that's the vision, the vision I get. Right. So, the newborns, because they have to have been born in the previous 12 months. You know what I read about Henry Winkler this week? I read that he couldn't read until he was 12. Right. Which I think is really good. I think that's amazing that he finally learned. And, and, and didn't he go to Harvard? I mean, he's like an amazingly intelligent man. Besides being an absolute sweetheart. He comes across as one of the nicest yes. people in Hollywood by quite a huge margin. And, and he has a spaniel, so he's wonderful. Anyway, so these newborns are lying on a mattress. While the crowd watches, the devil incarnate use them as a hurdle. So, you know, do with that what you will. I suspect that, you know, these men are going to make sure that they clear it. But would I let it be done to my baby? Probably not. This event has been running since 1620. Yes. Have there been any fatalities, injuries? I I don't think they would advertise that. So I'm going to say, who knows? But, you know, because we don't know. Um, And, you know, let's hope not. So what it says on their... um, page is that for essentials you have to bring a stomach for baby exorcism which I think is probably quite right bring a stomach for baby Baby exorcism exorcism. you know Dookie I know somebody and I think you know him as as well who over Easter because we haven't been on since Easter he carried a cross from I can't remember outside oh from just outside London to to just outside uh, Norwich. Do you know the guy I'm talking about? I do indeed. He's a dear that's, that's friend. That's pretty of amazing thing to do. I mean, whether you're religious or not, you know, it's you know, it's just amazing that these things go on and we don't even know about them. You know what I mean? It's indeed. like even if you're like, you know, like you don't like believe or whatever, it's just to me it just means that the world is made up of so many different kinds of people doing different things and as long as those things are kind of not hurting anyone, I think it's amazing. That said, yes. There are babies who You're not are buying having- this, are you, Dookie? I'm not feeling it, but I'm fascinated by it. Well, that's what I mean. It's fascinating. It is fascinating. And I'm just presuming that these babies are okay. Because, uh, you know, I love babies. Well, I love people. I wouldn't want anyone getting hurt. I was a baby once, apparently. Oh, I bet you were really cute, Dookie. Yeah, I bet you were. I bet you're pretty cute. Beautiful blonde locks. Oh, you're cute now. You're lovely. Lovely boy. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you. You can always Much see about who I vote for any time. Any time, Dookie. So, Dookie, I know you're not feeling it. Level of participation is five if you're a baby. That's the highest you can go. <laughs> right. I think we should go. I think we should go, all of us, and make sure that the babies are okay. I think we should. And I have a suggestion. Yeah, can I interject? Interject all You know what I don't get? 
is I thought, you know, I'm not religious. I don't know any of this stuff. But I thought that babies were born without sin. So why do they need to be exercised? That's a good question. That is a good question. Because how much of the devil can you have in you in 12 months? In the words of the late Michael Hutchins, the devil inside, the devil inside, every single one of us, the devil inside. So I think babies are lovely, and I think that we should go protect the baby. I have an idea. Yeah. We shall all go to Spain. Oh, yes, please. But yes, we need to do it with a particular theme. And I think you guys are going to like it. Can it be an Elvis theme? It's not a million miles away from Elvis. Oh, lovely. We were talking about happy days. We were talking about the Fonz. Yes. I think we should all go. Irene, Marsha, Sylvia, myself. We should go to Spain to this event. Yes. Dressed up like the Fonz as he was when doing the jumping of the shark. Yeah, I vote now. Oh. But let's go to Spain. Party Dookie, I would like to go, but only if I could dress up as Joni. Joan Armatrady. No, if it, well, that that would involve some no, Dookie. An attractive. I think what she means is it would involve brandishing an ovation. It would involve well. Well, Dookie, yes, that would be wonderful, even though I can't play the guitar. Oh, as in Joni, as in Joni Joni and Chachi. Dookie, (laughs) what what we don't need to do is be showing up in Spain with some white girl in blackface. That's not (laughs) what we need. And this girl sitting next to me, my lovely flatmate here, she worships the the ground that Joan Armatrading walks on. I don't think that would do their, you know, if they ever meet, I don't think it would do them any good. Yeah, Dookie, I don't think blackface would be very good. I meant Joni of Joni and Chachi fame. Right. So, Sylvia, that means you're not opposing this no, happy days But thing. I have to be Joni. Right. And Marsha, you can be my Chachi. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to vote no on that, too. I don't really do... It's hard enough finding clothes that are normal to fit my ass into. Finding fancy... What do you people call it? Fancy dress? Yes. Is not good for me. You know, it's not good. So, especially since, you know, Henry Winkler was that kind of snake-hipped guy. It's, you know, and, and he's always had that kind of physique... You know, if it was like Elvis and I could go as his, like, cheeseburger period, you know, maybe we're talking. But, uh, uh, yeah, so, Dookie, I'll go as Mr. Cunningham. Right, so we are going to go, the four of us, in 1950s Happy Days meets Elvis Presley guys. This is going to be a ragtag bunch of a motley crew. And then some. And we're going to be watching people dressed as devils jump over mattresses full of babies. What could possibly go wrong? I don't think anything could go wrong. Yeah, uh, I think it's pretty fascinating. You know, it's interesting. It's like, you know, you do think there are people out there doing some stuff, you know? And it's kind of... You know, it gets me out of my little world. You know, my life's kind of boring. Do we know if this is cheesy? For instance, when these 
corpulent Spaniards are jumping over the infants. Now, I didn't do they say play they were Van Halen's jump? I highly doubt it. I mean, Dookie, this is an exorcism. Now, I don't know anything about this stuff because to me that's on the slightly strange end of religion, but I have seen The Exorcist. And if you know the music from that, because we all do, let's face it, it wasn't Van Halen, was it? Mike Oldfield. Yes. Tubular Bells. Well, exactly. So I'm thinking... I met the person who played flute on that. Did you? I played in a band with his son once. Was he demented? No. Okay. Lovely, lovely people. Both father and son. So, Dookie, I'm thinking Tubular... Sorry, I can't even say it. Tubular Bells. Bells. Not Van Halen. I'm thinking, because otherwise you get into things like the Pointer Sisters... Or, you know, the Girls Aloud did, you know, the cover of it. Oh, of course, jump. So, it. you know, you're getting into that kind of stuff. And if you're a baby who's full of sin, that might be a, even more freaky than the experience that they're already going to be having. I think maybe some nice, calm bark would be good. Right, excellent. Or, so, something you know, some, some lullabies to chill these poor babies out because... But wouldn't it be kind of fun if you're a baby, kind of like, you know, didn't your dad do stuff like that with you? Like your dad would like just throw you up in the air or stuff like that. You know, it was fun. My father was very lovely with me. I don't recall him jumping over me, though. Well, let's just hope they don't fall. Sylvia, it has been a slice of Spanish infant jumping heaven having you here on scintillating situations in your city. Thank you, Dookie. Thank you, Dookie listeners. This has been Sylvia Silversmith reporting on scintillating situations in your city. So, Dookie, it's been a while, so I've had a chance to do some overhearing, you know, because that's what I do, go around and listen to people um, chitting, chatting, and uh, so, but, you know, even though I've had all this time, I'm still cheating. Cheating. Yeah, I'm cheating. Because you know that's what we can do on the show now. We can swear, we can lie, we can cheat. And I'm loving it, right? I'm like the Lance Armstrong of the podcast world. So, Dookie, I overheard this said by a woman. She's kind of... She had a kind of a big ass on her and kind of quirky looking. Right. You know, really curly hair and a kind of a, a dual parentage, you know? Right. And Which you are yourself. Well, yeah. Of uh, I'll keep mixed parentage. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, with a big ass. I don't think you have a big bum. Yeah, uh, believe me, Dookie. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's nice. Uh, so, uh, let me just say, she was sitting there with her, uh, uh, someone who appeared to be her flatmate. Who's this girl, is kind of, 
kind of, well, not girls, you woman, right? Kind of, you know, white women, kind of, you know, you slim build, you know, attractive woman, you know. Yeah, and they're, they're kind of chitting, chatting. And what I overhear the woman with the big ass say was, uh, who gives a sh about the food in Spain? It's all pig anyway. And Dookie, I heard that come out of my own mouth. You know, sometimes when stuff comes out of your mouth and you're just like, you're, you're hurt, you heard it for the first time, like it didn't even go through your thought process, it just came right out your mouth. That was like one of those. So it's kind of like I overheard myself say it. And I don't mean to be disparaging about Spain. You know, Sylvia, you remember that conversation. We were sitting there uh, talking about food and stuff. And we had, I don't know, what was it? We had a cooking show on. We're a little cooking show crazy in our house, Dookie. Oh, this was the MasterChef phase that you were going through. <gasps> It was the Master Chef phase. And they went to Spain. That's of right. Course, they went yes. to Spain and it was all kind of like they were all big on the Spanish cuisine. And that's why I said it. And I love it. You know, I love the pig. You know, I worship at the ground of the pig. So, you, you know, if we're all going to Spain, me and Irene are going to be off having like pig sandwiches night and day. And you two veggies are going to be like, I don't know, rice so, good luck with that. So... I think, I think Sylvia and myself will go to the local veggie foam emporium. Dookie, I don't know how I feel about the foam. I think it's a bit overrated, but then I've you not know had I it. I feel about the foam. You know, we were watching Jules Holland... And he had the very lovely and wonderful Khalif on, who's now doing um, lots of cooking. And I think she's fabulous. And she said, even, you know, she's like a major cook by the sounds of it. And she said that the foam thing is so over, it looks like somebody spit on your plate. And I thought, yeah, I'm glad it's not just me. I'm not big on the foam. The thing is, I have all the equipment in my house He's to be able to do foam quite easily i could what do, do you need you need to have a soda siphon and oh. i have about 50 of them i collect soda siphons oh. it's a long story and when i was watching a documentary about the people that make is it um, el bulli the restaurant sadly yeah, no longer with us yeah i saw that yeah. this technique world's most boring documentary i had a brief moment thinking foam is going to be the new me and then i really really had an intense look at myself and i thought one thing yeah i can't be doing with fucking foam yeah you can't what at home you foam know what home. do you do E.T. Foam Home. You know, if, you know, I'm going to go to Heston's restaurant, right? Which I, I'm not. But if I, you know, be cool. Fine. If he puts foam on it, that's Heston. You know, co you know, do whatever you want. I don't care as long. You know, it's cool. If somebody serves it up to me in their home, I, I'm thinking you're taking this cooking thing a little too far. You know, you Restaurant food is different from home food. 
I have another thing to say, which okay. some listeners okay. may genuinely be offended by. Yeah, yeah. Another thing which, on all of these cooking shows, particularly where people had to present something to culinary experts to be judged, the one thing that straight across the board and on shows not just here in the UK but in the Americas and down under that the one thing I see them do on a regular basis is the smear yeah do keep- the smear doesn't do it for me I think it's going to look really <coughs> it makes me cough it, it's, it worries I think it's going to look really really dated and I don't it's know going to be the fondue yeah I don't know about the of smear of its era I don't know. Sometimes I think it looks really pretty. And like on MasterChef, they were doing like really pretty plates of food that I think even though I wouldn't eat it, it looks really pretty and it looks really nice. Mm. But yeah, I can see where we might look back and say, yeah, that is so 2014 or 2013 or whatever because it's the smear. Yeah, every time I think of smear, I think of butt smear for some reason. I don't know why, but I don't even know where I would get butt smear. But yeah. One time... My dog, Molly, was unwell. And she was, shall we say, not delivering solid performances. Oh, God. And she has quite a substantial coat. And having just taken her out, in which she was doing some production... Oh, Dookie, did she get nasty pants? Yes. Oh. And... She's got lovely pants, your dog. The walls at Chateau Duke... Oh, poor Molly. ...are quite pale. And Molly the Sprolly, lovely dog... Oh, ...she dookie. is not to blame. She was not feeling well. Did she leave a butt smear? She left many a oh, butt smear. Oh, bless her little heart. And... Yeah, listen to you take of the sappy people about animals. I was reminded of my lovely Sprolly's shall we say, impromptu artwork. Yeah, it's when like I've a... Whenever seen yeah. you know, the contestants on the likes of MasterChef doing a smear on their plate. It's like a dirty protest. I remember hearing Marsha when we were watching MasterChef. I popped over for a cup of tea and Marsha was in the background. You were doing some prep work for some... You, had a, you were working up north or something. And... There was a chef of some note who was giving a big breakdown on some meal which one of the contestants provided and talking about the whole journey of the flavours and everything. And, Marsha, do you know what you said? What did I say, Dookie? It's just food, people! Oh, God, yeah, it's just food, people! You know, get over it. You know, and why are they all men? I don't know. Marsha, Marsha. I'm glad a woman won. It's not the first time. But, you know, every time, like, when they had all the chefs in, like, the big highfalutin ones to judge, you know, there was, like, a whole table full of them, they're all men. It annoys me. I'm not, like, trying to be annoying feminist or whatever, but they're all men. You know why? You know why? Because women cook for their families and they cook to feed people and to nourish people because they have to. And men cook to feed their egos. And that's, you know, it just annoys me. I'm not like, you know, I like John Tarot. I think he's really cool. And, you know, I think he's funny. 
it just, you know, come on, ladies, let's get out there and beat these men at the whole cooking thing. Okay. Marcia, I think you're taking this to heart a bit much. Ping, who was one of the contestants on this. She was great. The most recent MasterChef here in the yeah. UK. Absolutely awesome. And seems quite a lovely character. Yeah. I think the worm has turned. Yeah, like, we need more ladies out there because there's not enough of them in the cooking world. Well, there's not a lot of them, you know, in a lot of places. But, you know, let... Yeah, I'm, I'm taking it a little too seriously. Dookie, uh... You know the window that looks into the studio here? Yes. Uh, it's getting a nice scrubbing from uh, Sue. Oh. Should I beckon her in? Oh, dearie me. Uh, listen... Ask her nicely. She seems to be in deep concentration. And I'll play the theme song. And hopefully by the time that's done... Yeah, because I know she's gotten a little nervy since she got everyone in trouble. So she's been cleaning... Wow, that window... That that window, I think, has lost some thickness. She's cleaning it so hard. Let's cue the music and uh, hopefully we can beckon Slutty Sue into the studio. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. Are you done with those mugs? Slutty Sue. I know it's been an emotional time for you, and indeed everyone involved with the Dukey Radio Show, but this week, and indeed over the last six weeks or so, what have you been up to? Dukey, these last six weeks, I've been so upset about getting you in trouble that I've just let my house and everything in it go to hell. And I love it, because now that I'm coming out of my funk, everything is getting so dirty. And I'm looking forward to the next few weeks just bending over it, getting down on my knees, giving it a good, thorough, hard seeing to well the idea that slutty sue has been feeling so depressed that she has let her pristine abode in the heart of penge go to well from the sounds of it go to it went to heck yes yeah it, it went to hell well you know it sounds like she she's gone again god she's cleaning the window again i mean she loves it, though. She loves to clean. She can't help making it sound dirty. I mean, listen to that voice. It's pretty sexy. She can't help it. She's just cleaning. I don't it's understand true, Dickie. it all. I don't know why she got in trouble, because all she was doing was cleaning. That's all she was doing. to 
Hentai Babies there with a brand new tune entitled Pop is My Prozac. A song as catchy as a nail on a pair of Isle of Wight sourced fishnet stockings. You've been listening to Dookie's Got Back and I am. May the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Now I need to go and uh, <clears throat> pop my weasel. Thanks for listening. Half a pound of tuppenny rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. We suspicious minds. <laughs>